Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today. Let me get this music to go down here. <laughs> Sitting there pressing the volume button when doing nothing. But I uh, hope everybody is doing well today and having, I hope everybody had a good night's rest. Uh, I don't know about you all, but uh, there's some nights, uh, like last night, I feel like I literally closed my eyes, rolled over, and the alarm went off. I mean, I just, that's how, I mean, I don't feel like I even slept. I mean, it's just, that's just the weirdest, weirdest feeling. So I don't know if you all ever experienced that or not. Uh, uh, maybe if you're, unless you're drunk, maybe you experienced that. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I wasn't drunk, but I, yeah, but I just, I hate that feeling, man. You know, you don't really feel like you slept and just feel tired all day. So, and it's, uh, of course I went to bed later than I normally do too. It's just, uh, where I'm a, a helicopter parent and overprotective, I uh, uh, till my daughter gets home from work, I can't rest, so I have to sit there and wait till she gets home. And because uh, uh, it drives my wife's like, just go to bed, just go to bed. I'm like, I can't. I just, I got to want to make sure she gets home okay. So that's just, uh, I guess, the price of being a parent. That kids don't realize how much you worry over them. That's for sure. So. Well, let's see who we got this morning. We got Miss Sheila Sanders, Donna. Taylor, Miss Amy Oaks Turner, we got Kelly Jeanette Swift, uh, Ginger Hood, Jennifer Honeycutt, Darlene Barker, and again, that's just the ones I can see. Uh, I said there's a lot more watching, but those that for whatever reason, uh, those are the names that pop up or have commented. So, uh, and again, uh, don't, if I, if you comment, uh, now sometimes if, I, if I'm able to speak and I'm not going to, you know, unless, you know, uh, if I feel like it's relevant, then I'll then I'll I'll, I'll make reference to what you've commented or said. Um, you know, particularly when I'm preaching or teaching, I don't normally will stop. In our devotions, we get a little more lax to do these things. But now, if I don't address your comment, you know, there's sometimes I may be able to address every comment. But if I don't, don't take it personal. And a lot, of, and I'll be honest with you, there's a lot of times for whatever reason. I won't see a comment until after uh, we're done with our live feed. I don't know why that is. In fact, uh, Jennifer Honeycutt, uh, good morning, Nicole, Campbell Barnett. Uh, in fact, Jennifer Honeycutt made a comment the other day, and it did not populate. I did not see it till after uh, I ended the uh, the live uh, devotion. So uh, I don't know why it does that. It had for certain certain comments for whatever reason won't show up until after I'm done. So I done. So it's not. Good morning, Karen Smith. But, um, so don't, um, you know, again, if I don't address you or your comment, it's only because I don't see it or I don't have time to really address it if I'm in the middle of teaching or preaching or something. So keep that in mind because I just, I just don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. I don't want somebody to be like, well, what, what's his problem? <laughs> so, and, uh, trust me, that's a question you don't want to ask because I've got a whole list of problems. So. <laughs> But anyway, let us stand. If you're able, you might be in a position where you can, but if you can stand, let's do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. Praise the Lord for uh, that wonderful pledge we get to do each and every morning. Well, as you know, I always preface the devotion with a little bit, a little uh, political uh, commentary, if you will, uh, only because I feel like it is relevant and things that need to be uh, brought up and mentioned uh, 
each and every day, you know, versus something I feel like it needs to be. And usually there's always something that we can address and look at, whether it's kneeling for the flag or uh, the way police are treated or whatever it may be. You know, there's things I know that are on a lot of people's minds. And one of why I do that is, you know, there's several reasons. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't want a lot of people, I think they think, well, am I the little one who feels this way uh, kind of thing? And, uh, you know, there's a lot going on right now. Uh, you know, this whole defund police thing is just, it's insanity, you know. I, you know, like he's talking about uh, the increase uh, in crime, where a lot of these places where police are being defunded. In fact, they were saying statistically, uh, you know, he's talking about there's been about 14 cases of supposed cop brutality or shooting, and, and it's not to make light of the loss of life of these individuals, but you know. About every single one of them is if, if the people had cooperated, and probably still be alive right now, but he's talking about versus whether it's black on black crime or whatever, uh, is, is over 7,000 people who have died. So you got 14 the liberals are focusing on versus 7,000 who are died, who have died. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, there's, there's more going on here than I think meets the eye, and there's a reason why I think that, uh, we're this, this, this race division is being pushed and uh, politicized and and whether it's a push for socialism i don't know but i tell you something that is i think is a socialist agenda and uh, good morning timmy peterson uh you uh you know I, I i get a little aggravated sometimes because you know i see people on social media making fun of those who wear masks or making fun of those who get shots then vice versa, I see those who make fun of people for not wearing masks or not getting shots. You know, so you, you've got the, the, the two uh, opposing sides and views there. Uh, I have very mixed emotions about it. I, really, I have from the beginning, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm one of those, and you're probably like that too. I don't like to be told what to do. I don't. My wife gets on me, you know, even at the height of the pandemic, I didn't want to wear a mask. It, just, it, it makes me angry when somebody says, you have to do this. That's one reason why I've had a lot of jobs. I have the, a little little problem with authority, <laughs> so I don't like somebody saying you got to do that. Now, if a, if a boss or you know it, it says you know says, hey Matt, do you care to you know I need you to help me take care of this? Hey, I work for you all day. If you get in my face and you have to do this, you got to do. And I am, <laughs> you know, the redneck <laughs> comes out and. Uh, <sighs> Yes, I believe the COVID is real. I, I do believe that it is real virus. Uh, you know, obviously there's people who there's loss of life. Uh, just even this week, uh, you would believe the the amount of emails I've got whether whether someone has passed, about to pass on a ventilator. So it is real. We need to take it seriously. People who are sick and they're, I, I I totally agree. You know that this virus is real. I, as far as, you know, just, you know, things that tick me off about it is like, uh, Biden coming out and saying, well, if you've had the shot, now you can go outside without a mask. <laughs> I thought to myself, I'll go outside without a mask if I want to. I don't need your permission to tell me I can go outside without a mask on. So I know a lot of people are mixed emotion about it. And as a pastor, you know, uh, all thing I could tell you to do is pray about it. You know, you pray about it if you feel, Hey, I don't need to wear one. That's between you and the Lord. You know, just remember, we got to esteem others better than ourselves. If there is a risk factor there that could infect somebody else, then we need to be aware of that and be sensitive to that. If you, you know, but again, that's something you got to pray about. Everybody asks me, or oh, should I get the shot? Is it biblical? Should I wear them? 
you know, that, there's nothing, you know, biblical or unbiblical about getting the shot. That's something between you and the Lord you're going to have to pray about. But let, let's put away the, the shaming and, 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 the, and the, the nastiness towards one another. There's enough division in this world. You know, uh, like I was talking about just with the whole race thing. It's just, it's ridiculous, man. Why can't we just, you know, it's kind of like that song, uh, why can't we be friends, you know? Why can't we just get along and let's look past the, the, the pigmentation of somebody's skin. Let's look past these things and let's be unified and you know uh, just like i was watching a movie one time and this uh, this indian what i know that's probably not politically correct a native american <laughs> he took a he stick he said a single stick easily broken you take a, a, a handful of sticks it's hard to break see uh, as long as they can keep us divided that it's easy to break people but if we can stay united it's easy to it's not and it's so it's very hard to break individuals so we need to be united and we need to uh, uh not get in each other's face over something silly and, and such but uh you know one other thing i want to talk about this morning i think that um uh, may or may not need to be addressed good morning angel dixon something really bothered me uh, and uh, was the fact that uh, uh, local news station showed two teenage boys going to the prom together as dates and one wearing a prom dress. That uh, bugged the daylights out of me. And what is even more nauseating was the amount of individuals defending this boy for wearing a dress. Now, guys, I want to tell you something. Uh, it's not a matter of people say, if that's how he wants to dress, that's on him. It's not a merely about... Uh, fashion statements. So, you know, it's not like I'm wearing uh, plaid with paisley or so. You know, it's, it's not. It's not. Uh, which you know, I, I probably have done. But you know, it's not. It's not about. It's not about a fashion statement. It it is a push to accept and normalize alternative lifestyle choices. And up until was it mid seventies, it was classified as a mental disorder. And uh, it is not only a mental disorder, it is a spiritual disorder. And, and you know, and I, I, I want to be heart sensitive to those who are battling uh, this desire for same sex. It is a spiritual battle like anything else in our lives we have to fight and have to battle that is wrong. But at the same time, we cannot condone and tolerate sin. It is wrong. And, and so I don't know which is, you know, more disturbing, the fact that this boy felt he could wear this dress and, and, and uh, you know, for whatever reason. But the fact that there are so many people who have been brainwashed and indoctrinated to defend it and think it's okay. that That is troublesome to me. And it is wrong. And it shows the decay and the sickness of our society. My friends, as Christians, we're going to have to start standing and may take a stronger stand, whether it's against uh, LGBTQ issues <clears throat> and <clears throat> excuse me, or abortion or anything, adultery, pornography, anything that is contrary to the word of God. We're going to have to start taking a harder stand and not giving a free pass to these things. And uh, it is uh, we're going to stick out like a sore thumb in this world. As long as the Lord tarries before he raptures us out of here, it's going to get worse. And we're going to have to be that light in this world of darkness. And we can't stay idly by and just think it's going to go away. It's only going to continually get worse. And uh, it is uh, a hate that the world feels the need to feminize boys and to... Uh, make turn little girls into little boys. I don't get it. I really don't. I saw me and Brandy was watching a show last night, and they made a main character into a 
a lesbian, Brandy said, "Why can't they? Why does every strong female have to be gay?" I said, "I don't know. I don't. It's just I don't get it. Why a, a woman cannot be portrayed as strong, intelligent, and straight? I don't know why that is such a, a horrible thing for Hollywood to portray. Uh, and to me, every woman out there should be insulted uh, for something like that. But anyway, I feel like that's something needs to be addressed and brought up this morning, and uh, take that and do with it as you will." Our morning verse is Psalm one thirty nine fourteen. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. This is a very difficult verse for me, and uh, it really, uh, yeah, I really struggle with this verse. And, and the reason why I struggle with it so much is the fact that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. But see, it's hard for somebody. You know, I'm not saying this to garner sympathy. I'm not trying to waller in self-pity. I'm not, you know, so don't get me wrong. I'm not looking for, uh, uh, you know, uh, to to build somebody. I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Anyway, the point, uh, the focus is, you know, I don't want y'all to think I'm trying to say, well, poor little him. That's, that's not the point. It's just when I read this, you know, I have the understanding that, yes, we are fearfully wonderful made. We are made in the image of God. We should be happy with who we are. But it's very, very difficult for somebody like me who has a very poor body image. I, I, I despise the way I look. I avoid looking at mirrors because I hate my weight. I weighed myself here saying I'm the biggest I've been in my entire life, 260 pounds. It, it makes me nauseous to know that I that, have gotten that big. And most people probably don't think twice about their weight, or maybe you do. But see, from a very early age, when I was 13, uh, being overweight, and, and I'll be honest with you, I did battle anorexia and bulimia in, in, throughout high school. Uh, and, and, it, and I have a very hard time. In fact, I was putting myself down the other day. My wife started crying. She goes, I wish you wouldn't look at yourself like that. And it's very difficult for me. Because, and, and, and I wish I didn't feel that way. Uh, and, and I'd give anything in the world to be thin and uh, of course not everybody's going to look airbrush on uh, as they do in a cosmopolitan magazine uh, but it's not about that it's just uh, I, I hate I just hate being fat I don't, I don't know how to describe it I despise it I, I, it's not that I hate fat people I don't I don't care if you're overweight or thin I, I don't look at anybody any different about your weight I could care less it's a personal thing for me and how I look whether you consider it vanity or whatever you want to call it, uh, it's just the way I am, and it's something I have to really fight and I have to very, and, and really deal with, and it's difficult. And uh, uh, as a pastor, you have to have a thick skin because people don't care to come up and say, "Hey, you're getting fat," <laughs> you know. And it, it's hard, you know. And I, I'm starting. I've really I'm trying to start on my diet and got to get my blood pressure down, and I, I'm trying to, you know. Uh, it just it's just frustrating, you know, because I've yo-yoed so much in my life. So when I read this, it's 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 you know, uh, it's hard because I know what God's word is saying, and I should be happy with who I am. But at the same time, it's hard when you hate and despise yourself. That makes sense. It's hard, but you know, when you look at how we are fearfully and wonderfully made, uh, I, I, thought, I thought this was really cool to uh, uh, to read here. Uh, it says, "Consider the miracle of the human body. Every second, more than a hundred thousand chemical reactions take place in your brain. It has ten billion nerve cells to record what you see and hear. That information comes to your brain through the miracle of the eye, which is a hundred a million receptor cells uh, uh, in each eye. Your retina also has four other layers of nerve cells. Altogether, the the system makes the equivalent of 
10 billion calculations a second before an image even gets to the optic nerve. And you you look at the complexities of our bodies and how God has fearfully, wonderfully made us. And it it is uh, incredible. Uh, And I can keep on reading, uh, talking about how there's 35 million glands that which secrete with the right amount of juices to allow your body to digest food and 200 bones that are shaped for its every little function and and uh, more than 500 muscles connect to these bones and it's just it's, it's unbelievable uh, so, uh the heart muscle itself beats over 103,000 times each day pumping your blood cells a distance of 168 million miles that's incredible uh, how we are fearfully wonderfully made and you know, and that's why I feel so much guilt uh, to to have such hatred for myself. Uh, you know, when you realize the complexities and how God has made us, and and I wish I could just be happy with who I am. And, and it is a battle, and it is difficult. And and some of you may be feeling the same way. I don't know. You know, like I say, I don't I don't look at other people uh, and body shame. I don't care. You know, I don't care how thin or big you are. Like I said, it's not. I don't look at other people. I care less. But it, it's my own personal battle that I have to deal with. And, you know, whether it's worrying about weight, whether it's worrying about your spiritual well-being, mental, emotional, whatever it may be, realize that Rome wasn't built in a day and that God is constantly just like a, 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 a mound of, of clay. He, he's constantly forming us and shaping us and getting us where he wants us to be. And, uh, you know, it, it, I think all of us could probably look back at our journey in life and realize, you know, where, how far we have come. You know, I am far from the person I was a year ago, 10 years ago, 5 years ago, 3 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. You know, I'm, I'm far from that individual. You know, I, I, I'm a completely different person. Because, why? Because I, I'm constantly trying to grow uh, in the things of the Lord. And, he, and it takes a, a day at a time. You know, it just goes back to the whole weight issue, you know. You you know you you eat good for a day and you hope to wake up the next morning and have lost a hundred pounds that quick. I wish it was that easy, but you know just like uh, uh, marble, you know it's, it's chiseling out the image out of that that marble, it takes time. It's a progression, and that's one thing I like about woodworking. Uh, you know, is you, you have to have you just got to take a deep breath, slow down. You know, and just take your time. It's just a piece at a time trying to make and form these things out of wood. And that's what we have to look at with our lives, whether it's dieting, spiritual, uh, whatever it is, you know, that we can't get ahead of God. We can't get in a hurry. It takes time. It's day by day. That's why, you know, that's why I said Rome wasn't built in a day. It was the fact that it just, it takes time to get you to where God wants you to be. We and it's so easy to be impatient, to be in a hurry. Oh, I wish I was more spiritually mature. I wish that uh, you know I could be this that or the other. And that's wonderful goals to have, but we have to take it a day at a time, give it to God, allow him to shape and form us. You know, and it's easy for the old devil to get in your head and focus on yourself. And, you know, that's what puts you in that uh, state of depression because you're constantly focusing on yourself. You're constantly focusing on a loss. You're constantly focusing on the darkness. You're constantly focusing on what you don't have. You're constantly focusing on the pain. Trust me, the reason why I know that so well because I, I've had to fight a lot of depression in my life. And it's so easy to focus on the problem. It's so easy to focus that you're in a dark hole. It's so easy to focus on uh, a sense of loneliness, a sense of no one understands. It's so easy to focus on those things. But instead of focusing on the darkness, instead of focusing on uh, the, what is going to hurt it or that causes the pain, that's why we got to 
turn away from that thing, redirect, and focus on the things of Jesus Christ. And focus on the fact of what he has given us. Focus on his blessings. Focus on uh, what uh, we can do to serve him. See, when you're focusing all your energy, thought, time on God, you don't have time to sit and focus on yourself and focus on the negative. We've got to focus on the positive. And that's one of the things I was talking about yesterday is the problem solver. You know, we we look at the problem to the problem solver, we've got to focus on Jesus Christ. And as long as your eyes are focused here, it's hard to focus on the on the depression and the sadness and the pain of over here. And so, you know, that's why I'm saying it takes a day-by-day walk, and, and, and it takes time to grow. You know, that's what I was talking about here recently. Uh, as a kid, uh, you know, I remember picking up the uh, uh, the dandelion. You know, a lot of kids pick that up, and you, and you blow that, and as it goes out, you make a wish. And uh, uh, I, uh, I don't know, for whatever reason, you know, I had a good childhood. My mom and dad were good to me, and, and it wasn't like I was abused or nothing like that, but I just never liked being a kid. I just I wanted to, to to be an adult, and I remember blowing that and wishing I could be big. Of course, then, of course, you had the movie where apparently I, was, I wasn't the only one who thought that, where the kid says, I want to be big, and, of course, he, uh, he turns into, um, uh, shoot, what's his name that played uh, in that movie Big? But anyway, um, but obviously when I made that wish, I didn't the next day wake up and was a, a grown adult. Uh, but it, in retrospect, you look back, I, I made that wish, and it does feel like I, I grew that fast, you know. It just felt like time went by that quick. Now I want to pick up the nail and wish I was small again, you know. But uh, we have to take everything day by day, and we can't get in a hurry. You may not like where you're at in life, and you may not like the uh, uh, the circumstances of your life. But you know, uh, as Shakespeare said, these things will, these things too shall pass. I think some people think that's a, a scriptural reference, but it's actually from Shakespeare. Uh, you know, the you know, it, it, it this is only temporary, and just give it to the Lord. And you know, He has fearfully and wonderfully made us in the way that He wants us to look. How do we are to think, who we are to be, and we should glory in that. Like I said, that's why I struggle with this verse so much. Uh, because I should be happy with who I am. And Because uh, when this verse popped up this morning, I was like, man, I really don't want to talk about it. I mean, honestly, I did not want to discuss this verse this morning because it's it's hard for me. Uh, I ain't going to lie to you. This is a very difficult verse for me because I know I should be happy with who I am and how God has created me. And, uh, but it's, uh, unfortunately, I guess I've allowed the, the world standards of how you should look to, to infiltrate my heart and mind. And, and I shouldn't be that way. And this is, uh, this is hard. It's, it's tough. And we shouldn't care what anything or anybody thinks. All we should care about is what God thinks. Be happy with who you are. And, uh, you know, I kind of feel like, uh, what was that, uh, on Saturday Night Live, uh, that was a steward said, who looks in the mirror and he says, you're wonderful, you're beautiful, and gosh darn it, I like you. You know, he, you know, the, or he looking in the mirror and trying to encourage himself to, to, that he's a wonderful person as well. I feel like it's more. But, uh, you know, I don't know what y'all are struggling with each and every day. And, uh, you know, I don't know how you perceive yourself. Uh, but uh, just realize you are fearfully, wonderfully made. And who cares what the world thinks or society thinks? I, mean, I think we need to be healthy. I think we need to, uh, to, you know, the body is the temple. We need to try to do better. I know I've got to try to do better. Quit overeating. That's, that is a sin, the sin of gluttony. See, that's a, that's a sin, overeating. 
but it's easy to do. You know, it's easy. Food is always there. You got to have food to live, and uh, it's easy to when you get emotional to dive into food and uh, don't help when your wife comes home with cake and says, "Here, honey." <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but it is. Uh, uh, it's a tough road, but it is, uh, we should praise God for the intricacies of our bodies. And, you know, it's like yesterday, I had made the comment on uh, underneath that news agency's post about uh, uh, how it kind of sickened me seeing this boy in a girl's dress. And the fact that people were defending it, and I had this uh, uh, ignorant individual, and I mean that he's, he's ignorant to the things of God, talking about how the Bible's nothing but a bunch of fairy tales and and started going off. I didn't respond. I mean, it's just, you know, like God's Word says, uh, you know, we not shouldn't respond to a fool. Let's become like them ourselves. But it is, um, when you read the, something like this, uh, you know, there's 19 feet of blood vessels, 19,000 sensory cells. Uh, and, you know, the how intricate our bodies are. And to say that uh, there's no God, to say that we simply evolved, that is just pure ignorance. I mean, there has to be a creator. I mean, you, our, our bodies and our minds are far more complex than the greatest computer out there. And people want to say that we are just a, re, a result of spontaneous combustion of, of cells and, and uh, of primordial ooze. That's, that's insanity. Uh, so that, to me, is blatant ignorance to the fact that there has to be a creator and that creator is God. And God fearfully and wonderfully created us and made us. So, uh, you know, if you're going out today, you know, if you're like me, uh, oh, yeah, thanks, Darlie. She said Tom Hanks. Yeah, I didn't did turn into Tom Hanks. But uh, thank God, cause he's a liberal. Well, well he's an idiot. Anyway, <laughs> but, uh, but as you're going out and about today, um, be happy with who you are. Be happy with where you're at in life. Be happy with where how far God has brought you. And realize we are a work in progress. And just keep giving yourself over to God daily. Give that pain. Give those desires over to God. Whatever you're battling, whatever you're fighting, give it over to God. Realize God will get you to where he wants you eventually. And uh, it just got to take it a day at a time. I think sometimes we're too easy to want to look tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. What am I going to do? But we've got to give it to God each day, live that day, and then worry about the next. And God's going to get you there eventually. And uh, so praise God that he don't give up on us. It's a wonderful thing. That no matter how many times we screw up and mess up, he's still there. What a... A uh, wonderful testimony to unconditional love that uh, he's there no matter what. Let us have a word of prayer. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful and blessed day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to understand that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Help us, Lord, to rejoice in your glories and your goodness and what you have done in our lives. Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead us, God, and which will protect us this day. Lord, I pray for our nation and its leaders so that they'll come to know you before it's too late. Lord, uh, just uh, help each and every one of us, Lord, to serve you 
and to focus on you and not on ourselves. And Lord, I just pray that you'll be with Ginger Hood and Kim Penix and Wendy Lee, Troy and uh, Lynn and David Feathers and Jane Kitchings and Larry Knight, Dinah Knight. Lord, I pray that you be with those who are dealing with loss right now. I pray that you will deal, be with those who are dealing with sickness. Uh, Lord, I've, like I said earlier, I've gotten several emails of those who are uh, on ventilators or desperately sick uh, from this COVID, and I just pray healing upon them. Lord, those who are dealing with uh, various uh, diseases, whether it's cancer, leukemia, Lord, I just pray that you bring healing upon them. And uh, Lord, just uh, pray that you be each and every person watching this morning, that you have a blessed and wonderful day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning, and uh, don't forget we have church service tonight at 7 o'clock here online, and we'll continue our study in Second Peter. And if you have any trouble watching, whether it's the devotions or uh, uh, morning, evening services, always go to flbconline.com, and you can watch all of our services live right there on our website, barring any complications, <laughs> you should be able to watch there. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the Document Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, and don't cost you anything, but uh, it will uh, just audio only, and you can listen to that as you're going out and about your day. Well, I do hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day, and remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless. Surprise!